Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Every, every hour since May, a Suns fan's sense of hope has been inflated to dangerous levels. They've suffered online, hanging on every character of a 280-character tweet, waiting for someone to finally provide them with good news. I'm Greg Esposito, better known as Espo. Please say you'll be the answer for innocent Suns fans suffering right now. Suns fans that need your help. Call the number on your screen or visit the website to join the Kevin Durant Relief Fund with a monthly gift. For just the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you'll provide mental care, shelter, and love for a Suns fan in need. Call in the next 30 minutes, and we'll send you a photo of that fan that you're helping who was affected by this tragedy, and you'll get a free tote bag. This is your chance to say, I won't sit by as a Suns fan suffers. Please call or go online now and support the Kevin Durant Relief Fund. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo. Espo, well done. Well done. <laughs> I, I recommend going back and going to the website or calling the number because those are both real. So. <laughs> I for last night, because I'm like, what does the number lead to? And you're like, just call it. So I called it last night, and I was like, dang. This is a good one. I'm Somebody proud of let... the actual, like, work that went behind this. You didn't half-ass it at all. Jacob uh, Jacob put in a lot of the editing work, so uh, applaud to him, only because he is on the other side of this office right now, and I don't want to take any crap from him if I don't give him his credit. But, yeah, we had some fun <laughs> with that. So Yeah, so make sure you guys visit that website. Call that phone number. Help help fellow Suns fans out, because I know there's still a lot of mixed emotions. News yesterday that Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets have mended their relationship at least enough to start the season together so i i feel like the person that's the other uh the other person you know that what to what dating the married person and they decide it's time to get back with their significant other and you're just kind of left holding the bag that free tote bag ahead. that you can get so, this uh, is not what I signed up for. No, I, I, you know, everybody has uh, different levels that they're coping with right now. The five stages of KD grief, and we're here for you. Uh, I still feel like this looks like a hostage video behind me, even with this <laughs> the shelf. But hopefully, the new studios will be ready soon, uh, and and I won't have this. But yeah, look, we didn't get to hear your thoughts on the KD situation because they decided to drop that at like eight a.m. yesterday. Uh, and your alarm hadn't gone off yet. So what are your thoughts on Katie and the Nets patching things up, at least for the time being, uh, and going into the season uh, all kumbaya and whatnot? Well, first and foremost, 
I need people on the East Coast consider us on the West Coast or the Southwest, whatever you want to call us. Just just a little bit. Like, could you at least wait till nine o'clock your time? Like, just come on, help us out here. Because that was far too early to one, just be awake and also to be awake and have to figure out how you're feeling about things that early in the morning. I hadn't even had my cup of coffee yet. Like, give me a break. But as far as like how I'm feeling about the situation, honestly, I'm over it. Like I, I'm, I don't, I didn't need to go through the five stages of grief. I already went up to the full on, like I'm over it. I'm a Taurus. It's super easy for me to just be like, yeah, I'm done with this situation and legitimately be done with the situation. Um, I do think that there is a potential that down the line, they revisit this potential relationship with Kevin Durant and the Suns. I don't completely closed and dead. Um, I don't think Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets are far like solid in the relationship. I think it's just giving it a second chance, if you will. Couples therapy, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but I'm not going to sit here and, and wait and spend all my energy all season long. Hope eventually we get there either. If it happens, it happens. And that's been that. But it's not the end of the world that it didn't did in my opinion. I love the fact that you're like, I I wasn't up yet. I'd been up three hours, had had an extra large coffee, had eaten breakfast, had dropped my daughter off at school and went all the way back home uh, yesterday before uh, before we did that when that news broke. So it uh, <laughs> must be nice to live the uh, the Lindsay Smith life of getting some sleep. Uh, but look, I, I asked uh, some things that there may be something in the future that's able to, to come back up. I don't know. I don't think the Suns are going to sit around and wait necessarily either, but it was interesting to see uh, John Gambadoro uh, yesterday of Arizona sports tweet out that he thinks this is the roster they're going to go into the season with that. He thinks that Jay Crowder will be here as well. So I'm guessing you're going to move Cam Johnson in the starting lineup. Jay's going to be, uh, you know, going to be off the bench. So RIP Crowder's cash club. But uh, I think that's where we're going to be going into the season. I also, I had thrown out yesterday, hey, the Suns should try to become a third team in some kind of Utah Knicks deal involving Donovan Mitchell. I asked around. I don't know that that's going to happen either. I think that they may sit on the sidelines there, but I still look at Utah as a team that has a lot of pieces that could fit quite nicely in Phoenix if they decide to part ways with any of them. And the Suns have the expiring contracts and draft picks that uh, would get Danny Ainge excited up there in Utah. So at some point there may be discussion there, but it does not sound like the Suns will be part of any kind of three-team deal to move Donovan Mitchell to the uh, to the Eastern Conference and in particular the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine them making a big, big-ish move, maybe like not big as far as like Kevin Durant, right? But I just can't imagine them doing anything too extreme um, before the start of this season, because if there is any room down the line to make something a little bit more substantial of a trade before the trade deadline, or even looking ahead to next off season, you don't want to lose any of the pieces that you have, the assets that you have, if you will, I hate referring to players as that, but you know what I'm saying here um, that can help you get that deal done just for the sake of bringing in one additional person. And that additional person may not be a big, needle mover in this situation right and plus we have a really solid team here we did really well last year we did pretty well the year before as well 
So it's not like we're coming in, coming in, like we're, it's, we were at the, at the barrel and we have to make changes or else we're not going to be successful in any capacity this year. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if this is the team that the Suns started, started. Yeah. Coda kid in the chat says sign Cam Johnson. Uh, and we talked about this briefly yesterday morning, but I think that's the move to make, uh, give that extension to Cam Johnson. As long as Cam is asking for something that's realistic, uh, you know, that's 75, $80 million range, a tier below McHale because he hasn't uh, quite fully proven it the way McHale has, at least on the defensive end. But I think that would make a lot of sense and you'd still have the flexibility to move him eventually. If you chose to, it might actually be easier because he is locked in to a team-friendly long-term deal. I could see that. Uh, I don't remember where the report is, so forgive uh, where it was yesterday, so forgive me, but uh, somewhere it was reported the Suns are going to try to look at a post-up power forward, which made absolutely no sense to me because you have a guy that could be a post-up center and you don't even bother to use that. So why would you want a post-up power forward if uh, if you're not even going to bother using that center uh, in that way? It seemed a little off to me, but uh, you know, then again, you know, James Jones tends to zig when people assume he's going to zag uh, in a lot of ways for lack of a better term. So who knows? I mean, what we've learned over the last two and a half months, nobody really knows anything. And until yeah. something happens, uh, you're not going to have any clue when it comes to the Suns team. Uh, so we could be very surprised over the next five weeks or it could be completely quiet mm-hmm. uh, and neither thing would uh, would shock me. Uh, Brad in the chat says it was Gambo yesterday that said that. So forgive me. I uh, I consumed so many uh, rumors and and comments about the suns yesterday i couldn't keep them all straight so. i feel like that's how it's been the last two months it's almost like wait who, who where did i see that again and is this legitimate or was this one of the troll accounts on that scene and um yeah i don't know but if you guys are in the mindset of a trade that you think a trade need trade happen or some new moves need to be made before the start of the season Gerald has written many articles on phnx.com highlighting some available pieces and pieces that maybe are available that we could kind of get our hands on or potentially maneuver a deal there. So if you want to check those out, you want to read up more on those players, head on over to gophnx.com. Same ones that we've talked about over this whole period because everyone, we've had conversations multiple times. If the Suns don't get Kevin Rant, who else is somebody that they could target? You know, we've got Clarkson up there, Julius Randle, and a handful of other ones that are not coming to my head right now. I was literally talking about them this morning, but all the the names that we've been talking about for the last two months, those articles and deep dives and how to potentially get done are over at gophnx.com. Just a reminder. Yeah, or we can do Trade Machine Thursday if we so choose tomorrow and uh, (laughs) just randomly guess at uh, deals that would work financially, so... Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> or we could wait till Gerald gets back and make him do a trade machine Tuesday, like the second day back from his super awesome vacation that he keeps posting about on the internet and making me really, really. We should just make him do the whole show by himself next Tuesday with that <laughs> since he's been in Hawaii uh, for this whole time and uh, and making us sit here and, and do all the heavy lifting. So, you know, he did say he's like, listen, I know I know something's going to happen when I'm gone on vacation. I just know it. he could feel it in his bones. And lo and behold, something happened when Gerald was gone. I have feelings about this whole situation. 
when he gets back. So if you are interested in knowing what Gerald thinks about all of this, make sure you tune in next Monday because that's the day he comes back. Back at work We assume so. He may not, he may not come back at all. I that's mean, true. based on how much fun it looks like he's having. So. That is very true. Also, hopefully next week we will be in our new offices and we will be all together again. I know we've heard from a from that you miss us being there um, together and also that my microphone sucks sometimes. So sorry about that. But fingers crossed early next week we will be in the new studio get to see it. And also a quick shout out to our friends over at More Furniture. Really hooked up. Our entire office from the studio set to, to just the areas that we get to hang out in. I know that doesn't affect you guys, but we're really stoked about it. So we want to give some flowers to our friends over at More Furniture. And if you guys are in the market for some new furniture, check out their later sale. Um, you can visit morefurniture.com. That's on the rfurniture.com. We got a super chupo from Ghostballs117. Thank you for your super chat said, I got five on it. Espo is the GOAT Suns podcaster. You always make us feel better when the Suns take an L. Flowers well, to you, now, Espo. You all know my burner account now. It's Ghostballs187. So. <laughs> no, no, you got, you. You got lovers. You, like, not, that sounded awkward. Um, you got people who <laughs> got love for you out there. That was my bad. <laughs> I, I have a wife. There's a lot I don't of have love those for you, things, Espo. So. That was what yes. we're going to say. We're going to do that one. Um, okay, one quick reminder, though. I know we joked about the whole KD relief fund thing. If you guys do need some pick-me-uppers, if you will, to help take your mind off of all the craziness that is going on out there, we've got some really great partners who want to give you free stuff that can help do just us. So first and foremost, OGs, we've got a life sweepstakes stake, and one winner will receive three bags of OGs, including their orange creamsicle and tropical flavors. You're also going to get an OGs hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. All you have to do is head over to gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes to sign up for that flavoring sweepstakes. And if you don't want to wait until we announce the winner and ship those items, item can always check them out online at ogsbrands.com or find them on Instagram at ogsbrands. And you can find their products at your local dispensary. But just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to purchase. And of course, our friends over at Four Peaks, another, another to unwind or just find some enjoyment in these tough times. Um, that is our toast of the month sweepstakes. And one lucky winner will get a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes to sign up for that sweepstakes. Also, another reminder that next Wednesday, we're going to be at Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe off of 8th Street all day. So come hang out with us. That's August 31st. We're going to have good food, good fun, and great beer available. And we also have beer specials. You can check that out on our social media. You just have to tell them you're here with PHNX and they get discounts on your beer. Uh, But again, 21 or older, enjoy responsibly. Eric says uh, in the chat, "Can out of staters enroll to win?" Sure, I don't care. Put your put your out of state in there. I'm I'm going to make the call for everybody. Yes, you can, and you can win out of state. I don't know if we can ship any of this stuff, but I'll say it. <laughs> sure. We know Go we ahead. know for sure we can ship you the shirt and the annual membership. That's for sure. As I'm far as the OGs sure. goes, I have no idea how that works. That's a I'm pretty sure thing. that might be a federal crime if I send OGs in the mail to a state that it's not legal in. <laughs> but uh, Saul can send it. 
Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. There you go. We'll just let's all do that one just to be a little bit safe. Back on the good news train here. The sun choo, burst. Choo. The burst Sorry. is back, Espo. How it excited is. are you for this? Uh, you know, since we've known it was coming, uh, I, I'm not like, it wasn't like it was a complete surprise. If it had been yesterday, it would have been like Christmas for me. Screw Kevin Durant. I was getting my old friend back. But uh, but honestly, to me, this is great news. It's the best jersey I think the Suns uh, have ever had. Uh, and I think it's one of the best that the league has ever seen. Uh, I do like that they're coming back. I got a chance to talk with uh, Graham Whitcock. Cot, that is uh, the director of marketing for the Suns yesterday about the jerseys, got some information that I think the people will like to hear. Uh, this has been, they went for two and a half years was the process to do this. It started after uh, basically things shut down due to COVID. So in that downtime, they were working with Nike uh, and the league to get approval for this. It's part of the classic uh brand that nike rolls out for teams uh they can only be worn for one year league rules say they can only be worn for one year so this is a one-year thing it is tied uh directly to an anniversary for a team this is the 30th anniversary of the 92 93 suns going to the finals the arena opening uh charles barkley coming to town so that's why they're here why they're celebrating them uh, i did ask graham if they could make these their full-time uniform to bring back the the purple or the, excuse me bring back the white and the black uh, along with the purple as full-time uniforms they can't hardwood classics owns the trademark to them and the league and nike only have a one-year dispensation that they can wear thus the classics and why they can only be worn for one year which i thought was pretty interesting uh, as well so, so there's a little info uh another thing i asked point blank i said we saw the valley court to go with the valley uniforms are we seeing a throwback court we are not these will be Aww. worn with the main court that they've had for the last few years with the sunburst in the middle uh so that is what they will but he did say there will be a secondary court this year. So my guess, and this is complete speculation, not confirmed, uh, just me making a wild, probably irresponsible guess, is that that court will be tied to those turquoise jerseys that we've heard rumored because turquoise on a purple and orange court would look putrid. So you're probably going to have something that ties along with that. Uh, I did find out when they're going to have that. I'm just going to give all the information, Lindsay, instead of uh, taking a breath here. I'll just lay okay. it all out and then we can talk good. more about it. Uh, I did find out they will be wearing these for the first time, uh, the second game of the year as they play the Golden State Warriors. So that's the first time you will see them uh, at home. Uh, and I believe it's 22 dates that they will uh, that they will wear them throughout the year. Uh, they did confirm that there are other jerseys that they will announce this year. So that goes along with uh, with what we've heard. People have been asking, will they have the throwback warm-ups as well, which were the the tear-apart, button-down, uh, white or purple warm-ups that had the sunburst across the top and Phoenix Suns on the back. It's my understanding that they won't. Graham didn't confirm that, but I, I, I felt around to try to figure it out, and I, I don't believe that they will have those as well. So that's kind of the, the insight on a lot of it. 
and and just kind of look at it uh, in terms of what I got to to find out about the process that I thought you'd all uh, would love uh, to hear about there. And uh, we can get into how they unveiled it and whatnot. But Lindsay, anything that uh, that you think after hearing all those details, which was a boatload of them, but I wanted to give them to the people. Yeah, I've got some questions. So yeah. first off, everyone was saying, like, shaking my head, trademarks suck. Did the Suns sell the trademark at some point in time? Or was it because they were the uniform partner that they owned that trademark? So I don't know exactly. I believe it's the league. Okay. That, uh since the league technically has something to do with the rights, the league uh, was the main designer behind those uniforms in the nineties. Uh, and Tom O'Grady, a gentleman that I'll talk a little bit more about later, but he was uh, one of the main designers of those from the league. I think that the league probably uh, has to do with that and selling the rights to hardwood classic and, and the retro Jersey business is such a big business. It makes sense that, that you can't just do that right now. Now okay. you could, you could slightly change it, fundamentally change elements of it, have it look very close and go with it from my understanding. But that is a, uh, which is what was rumored to be coming out this year that got pushed back. So maybe that's something we'll see later on down the line then. And and that's a great question. I did ask Graham point blank. I said, look, we heard about the rumors uh, that there were going to be additional uniforms. We know that that got uh, got put on the back burner. But are you prepared to say that there'll be new uniforms next year? Obviously, I knew he was going to politely no decline. <laughs> and he didn't no comment me. He said, at this time, we're just focusing on the numerous jerseys that we're going to launch this year. And uh, and we'll, we're not prepared to talk anymore uh, beyond that right now, which to me is a, a non-denial denial it's i'm not going to tell you i'm not not saying not, yeah, anything exactly to the other. so so there's a very good chance that we'll likely see something i don't know if it'll be next year the year after as we've talked about and as i mentioned with these there's a process when it comes to nike and getting these approved and, and making sure uh that that they can be produced uh and one other tidbit because people are asking when the hell can I get my hands on these things, right? They want to spend some money on these jerseys. Uh, Graham did let me know that they're hoping uh, by training camp slash beginning of preseason, uh, they're not willing to fully commit to that because the supply chain issues are still holding things up with Nike and a lot of these teams. So the best way, if you want to get info on those jerseys, the Suns have a, a text number that you can text Jersey to, and you can you can get up to date information on when they'll be available. So there is a, there is that. Okay, and then you said that they are going to announce more. Correct. So we've got more coming. Did he say a few more? Or did he say he, one more? He said a few. Anything? He said a few more. We know okay. the Valley jersey is gone. Mm -hmm. Some people thought that this was replacing the Valley jersey. No, this is a classic, so it's an extra uniform set. So there'll be something that will replace the City Edition, which was the Valley, uh, as well as a, a an additional uh, uniform as well. So we're anticipating turquoise. Right. And then the black jersey with the PHX on it that looks very much like the Valley Pixelation 
uh, on it. Uh, not not the full thing, but the lettering has hints of that. So that's uh, that's what we're thinking is is coming. Uh, and from people I've talked to, that seems pretty much the consensus. And uh, my friend over at uh, Sun's Uni Tracker as well uh, has uh, has had sources confirm that too. So uh, so okay. we don't know anything more than that right now. So then what we're expecting are orange and white to be the same. The Correct. valley is going to be replaced by a black PHX one. Then we're going to get the city edition, which is rumored to be the turquoise one. And Correct. then this one, those yes. will be the five. Those will be okay. the five. My guess is uh, they'll announce at least one more before 2K23 comes out because usually that's usually true. that's the case. Uh, the, it's so, always it's always 2K or just sports who drops the ball and leaks it before the Suns are able to actually put their video and hard work out, which it's literally happened like almost every single year since I have been a part of or understood how all of these things kind of work. And it's the worst feeling in the world, but also absolutely hilarious. Yeah, uh, Brad Smith asked Christmas jerseys. No, the league hasn't done Christmas jerseys since they left Adidas. So my guess is uh, they'll be on the road. I don't know. You might see you might see the classic purple or the black, depending on what the Denver Nuggets choose to wear, because the home team gets first choice of of colorway that they're going to go with. Then the road team uh, gets to select. So all the equipment managers right now are submitting their home schedule for uniforms. Then they have to go back in once those are all approved and they have to fill in their road side of it as well. So a lot goes into it and it's a complicated calendar now because home team does get to choose and there's multiple iterations of uniforms. This all becomes much more complicated than it used to be when there was two, maybe three sets and you were light color at home, dark color on the road. And you threw in that third one every once in a while. So I'm glad that they've changed that though, because always wearing the same color, at home and an, the opposite color on the road is kind of lame, kind of boring for people who have an affinity for the other color that you don't really get to see at home very often. Yeah. And as you guys can tell, this is my, uh, uh, this is my nerdy thing. Gerald has his stats. I have my uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I dug pretty deep on this and, and more to talk about. You have any additional questions, Lindsay, or should we get to the unveil of all this? Um, yeah, we, let's do the unveil and then I'll okay. ask you some more questions after because I'm sure a lot more will <laughs> pop up. But yes. the Suns did post this video on their social yesterday and I loved this video. I thought they did a really good job. So shout out to the content team over at the Suns for bringing this together. I think my favorite part about this is that it's DeAndre Ayton who was in it because I know everybody has some type of feeling one way or the other about DA and the Suns right now. I don't know about you, Espo, but I feel like DA throughout this entire video looked so happy. Like you could not tell me that's a guy who's disgruntled or upset or whatever. Like, look at his face. He's having yeah. a blast. This is typical DA, right? He enjoys this stuff. He he uh, he enjoys just having fun. I think it's ironic that the video starts with a video game and they decided DA was the guy. But I asked Graham about this. He's like, look, when he re-signed, uh, it, was, it was kind of a no-brainer. He's the, He had the right temperament. They had a lot of fun with DA. Graham was saying this was the first time he spent extended time with him and really enjoyed it. And I think I give the Suns uh, content team huge props on this because I'm a stickler for this kind of crap because this is my, this is my era of Suns basketball, right? This is where I came up uh, in Suns basketball. And if you look at the video, 
the whole wall is is you know and floor is littered with uh and littered sounds bad but it, it's a cool effect of uh all these old newspaper articles about the suns from the 90s some of the old player autograph cards uh from the 90s they did some posters of current guys and uh, and guys like barkley that that had a very 90s feel to it it reminded me a lot of my bedroom in the in the early 90s where it was just random sons newspaper clippings on on the wall uh and and then da was messing with an old vhs camera you had the big tube tvs he had the big cell phone uh, it harkened back to that uh, to that real feel and you got the nba jam game in there which if you're a child of the nba 90s that is that is the nba right there in a nutshell so i think they nailed this they then to mix sports metaphors hit it out of the park with this and and even son they've they've had missteps in the past and it wasn't this group it was previous groups marketing wise but they had missteps because they didn't seem to understand the history of the team they got it fully with this yeah, they nailed this one. It was it was a really good video. I enjoyed it from start to finish. All of the little tiny touches and just having a little bit of insight to how all of those things come together. Um, they do all the heavy lifting themselves, that creative yeah. team over there, the content crew. And so they probably all built the set, sourced all the items themselves, and did all the heavy lifting for all of that, including the shooting and editing and whatnot. So... Lots of that flowers ne- to that them. Neon that neon light looked like it had been in another video. I recognize that. I, I think feel it like might it have been in the that. Valley Jersey video. Yeah, that I think we did. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that one has been reused multiple times. That's, that's a good one. That's a good piece to have, it though, is. in your closet. One that you know you can rewear, right? Yeah, John. Uh, John said it's such a good video that I forgot that the dude walked away from his twenty-five cents to play a BGM. That was the one part because nobody walks away after dropping twenty-five cents in for NBA Jam and just leaves the machine. That is the one <laughs> thing. But I, I appreciate what they were trying to accomplish with it. Yeah, and honestly, like the DA. I, like I said, he looked really happy in here, but the jerseys looked really good. So there was an article that was released earlier today, kind of deep diving into jerseys that looks very similar to one that Espo you wrote like six years ago. Yeah, almost to the exact same format, same questions, same answers, but same, we won't. same three people that they interviewed. We won't was, go too far down that road. Yeah, we won't. But. <laughs> but um, one of the things that the, they had mentioned in that article was that they kind of had to refit the design to the jerseys of today, because back in the nineties, the jerseys were a little bit looser and now they're a little bit more form fitting. They have aerodynamic technology type things to them. I'm making that up, but you get what I'm saying. They oh, look a little bit different. True. The fit is a little different now. So they kind of had to redesign that logo to make it look good on these jerseys. I thought it looked great on DA. Yeah, Graham was a little worried because of the difference in sizes of some guys from back in the day to now. And uh, and he said, but in the end, they they figured out how to do it and do it well. I think these are very good. Uh, I won't say replica. Replica has a, a negative connotation in the uniform world, but a, a good carbon copy of of what they had in the 90s there are slight differences the phoenix on the shorts a little smaller than it was it's stitched instead of sublimated like the like the original was uh you can tell the difference in fabric just because the 90s ones uh, were heavier and they had 90s jerseys had like holes in them like almost like almost like 
uh, cooling holes. They were like little holes in the fabric of the jerseys. Obviously, they don't do that uh, anymore, but they kind of tried to recreate it on the on the number. You can see it in a few images uh, of the jerseys, which we may even have a few of those. But there's a, it, it's slightly different. So there's little things that are different than the original. Actually, uh, we can talk about these two now that we have them. We have some of the sketches originally from the 90s that the Sunburst started from. Uh, and on the far right, and I mentioned Tom O'Grady before of the NBA, he hand-drew these. These were options that the league provided the Suns. On the far right was the original iteration of the Sunburst, but you'll notice it goes downward, mm-hmm. right? It almost looks like a setting sun, with Phoenix above it and the number higher. Uh, when I talked to Tom O'Grady back in uh, 2016 for my piece, he said, look, this was a a uniform that that they liked, but it was Colangelo and Tom Ambrose, uh, their head of marketing at the time, who said, let's swip, switch that sunburst. We want it going up. We want a rising sun. We don't want a setting sun, which it appears. And the original logo, if you look, actually had what appeared to be more of a, a downward trajectory sun uh, in, in in the 70s and 80s, 60s, 70s and 80s. But they decided to flip it. And I think it makes a huge difference in the uniform. You also notice it says Phoenix on this, uh, on the chest and suns on the shorts. They flipped that uh, mm-hmm. as well along the way. But it's kind of interesting to see these these hand drawings of what were some of the original concepts that led to, uh, as some people lovingly refer to it as the Lisa Simpson uh, jersey <laughs> uh, here. So so I like those uh, as well. Somebody in the chat, and forgive me, I, I forget the name. I've been terrible with names uh, today. But uh, said, hey, is the color purple a little bit different in them? I believe they are slightly lighter than the originals. It was a very dark royal purple, sometimes almost looked blue uh, for some of the 90s stuff. I think these are slightly lighter. I I did not confirm that, but I can ask Graham to try to get an answer on that as well. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you look at the Valley jersey, right, the purple on the Valley jersey can lean more bluish in certain settings as well. So maybe they were trying to avoid having that so they went a little bit of a different direction with the color but it's pretty close yeah it's it's very it's very close and i think that you know only total nerds like me notice the little things and even i'm not bothered by them uh when adidas did their version of the black ones back in in 2012 there were more things that made me go "Ah, these these aren't (laughs) quite the uh the the style that they were in the 90s but i think nike did a a pretty good job uh, of looking at that and i have a fun story about sketches like that i actually was gifted one of those sketches uh, from Tom Ambrose when I wrote that piece, he welcomed me into his home and he said, Hey, I have this. I don't, it's just sitting in a closet. Would you like it? And it was one of the sketches. It wasn't one shown there. It was a different one. Uh, It was a white Jersey with the, the burst without the streaks on it. And uh, I didn't, I I got to know Tom O'Grady over the years and he had hand drawn it. So I sent it back to him. And he actually, in return, as a thank you, designed the logo that you see on our show. So our he designed our, burst, our logo. Yeah, our burst oh, that you see is actually directly tied to the original 1990s uh, burst because it's done by the same uh, the same guy that oversaw that 90s burst. So a little a uh, little background on that for you. I love that. That's super cool. Um, 
Okay, so a few more questions just kind of about the jersey and the information that has come out. Well, not really a question, but just kind of like a statement, I guess you could say, because Graham also had said every single poll that he or the team has ever put out, these purple burst ones always are the the number one of everyone's desire. Um, The white being like 1B and then black being like 1C and then everything else below miles away, miles apart from these ones. Do And somebody asked, I think it was Jose asked in the comments, are there going to be any other colors that they're going to release? Maybe not that the team will wear, but do you know if other colors will be available to be purchased? Uh, my guess is the only, I mean, they've had the uh, the hardwood classics with uh, guys like uh, Nash and, and KJ, and I think they even had Morley at one time. My guess is that you may be able to purchase hardwood classic ones, but I think from my understanding, purple is going to be the only ones that you can purchase uh, in the new style by Nike that uh, that will include current players. Uh, okay. So. So I don't think you're going to be seeing the white or the black. Uh, they're only licensed in this classic edition with the purple right now. Gotcha. And then you did say these are only available for one year. Correct. So that's just a quick reminder that if you are even remotely considering getting one of these jerseys, make sure you get it ASAP when you can, because you might not get it until later on in the season, depending on the demand, which I would anticipate is probably going to be pretty high for these. Oh, yeah. So get that order in because you might not get it until Christmas if you order it tomorrow. Um, And since it's only available for a year, don't be somebody who next summer is like, dang, I really regret not grabbing one of those things. Yeah, you're going to be left with one of those knockoffs that you find on Facebook that you wind up getting. And the the purple is like 14 shades wrong. The orange looks like somebody took a highlighter onto it. It's not going to look like the real thing. So if you want the real thing, make sure you sign up for those text messages with the Suns. Be one of the first to find out about them and uh, and make it happen. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's the way you're going to do it. So I, uh, uh, I'm excited. I, I don't buy current player jerseys i'm not that guy i've i've talked about adults wearing jerseys i'm gonna buy one of these (laughs) Uh, it'll probably be a jacques landel but i'm gonna buy one of these so there you go you can need one for your collection uh cesar in the chat said imagine the horror when they do a retro jersey for the 2036 season of the nash stoudemire era jerseys do you think they would do that or do you think they would just be like let's find another way to honor those teams if they think they can make money off of it, they will do it. I mean, that's just that's just the business that's the NBA. And since you can only do these in one-year iterations, it wouldn't shock me. But I'd take a wild guess that they'd bring back the Western font ones before they bring back the uh, the seven seconds or less jerseys would be my guess. Those ones are not cute. So I'm I'm a big fan of the Western font ones. I want them to bring back like the old school, like shorty short ones. I bet you all of these players see that. Days- the players these days are already wearing their shorts a little bit shorter than they were back when. I feel like they would all be down for it. They're, they're the, they looked like diapers back in the no, day. No, they did not. Yes, they did. Go no, back and look at some not. of those photos. I have. Like, yeah, you're you're about to see cheek. Like that's how short <laughs> these things were. Like I'll, I'll, I think I've told this, but I'll tell it again. Back in 2012, when they unveiled the new. Uh, Suns uniforms, uh, maybe 2013, the Adidas ones that had some version of a streak uh, on it that they tried to make look like the sunburst. They did a whole fashion show 
with old sons and Eddie Johnson wore the short shorts and basically Vaseline his legs. So they were super shiny. It was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever witnessed live uh, ever. And I do not need to see shorty shorts ever again in my life. You and all the people in the chat, y'all are so dramatic about this. Like, just let us have the shorty shorts available again. Okay. They're fine. They look good. I like it. Do you remember you remember Tom Chambers dunking over Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson almost got a peak because that's how <laughs> short those shorts were when Tom went up. Like nobody wants to see that. <laughs> oh, I think it would be funny. I don't know. I think it would be really fun. And I think they actually I thought they looked really good. Like when you look at old school photos of those those uniforms, I think they look really awesome. If you say so. I don't know. And then <laughs> And then roller skating is really popular again now. Could you imagine rocking those shorts out at the roller skating rink? No. Like we're we're bringing it all back. Like it's '90s right now, no. but let's go even farther next time. I'm sorry, short shorts with with uh, you know with roller skates just sounds like I'm going to hurt myself badly when I fall. Like things are going to get caught in wheels that I don't need happening. All right. No. Oh my goodness. Okay, final cl- final question for you. You did say that. These jerseys, the burst jerseys, are not going to get an alternate um, court, but that there is going to be one. And your speculation is that it'll be with the city jerseys, which is the turquoise ones that we have been rumored to get. Are you feeling any better about this? Like I saw on Twitter one of the black, I think, quarter zips that had the turquoise burst on it that somebody maybe had seen leaked somewhere. Uh, I'm still team yes. I think it's going to look good. Have you come around at all? Look, I don't think it'll look bad. I just still don't think it'll look like the Suns, and that's my problem here. But like I said, it looks like a lot of these City Edition uniforms are going to be in weird colorways. They're not going to be the team's colors. You're getting like a pink with the Wizards. You're getting like a a, a neon green for Portland to match the carpet from their airport. Like These are going to be bizarre, so that makes me feel a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. Uh uh, Will in the chat said, did they burn the Valley court? No, what happens is they strip the paint and they repaint the court in most, in most cases when they do a new court. So uh, that, or I don't know, they may have purchased a new court and left, uh, you know, used it in the practice facility. I don't know. There's multiple ways they do it, but they can reuse that by, by repainting it. So somebody early on asked if the Valley jerseys are tainted now. I don't think so, to be honest with you, because even though we weren't able to get fully over the hump and win a championship, I still think the Valley jerseys, for me, kind of represent a resurgence of both Suns fandom, of good basketball, of the affinity for the team and all those things. So I feel like that was like the Valley jerseys almost represent the launching point to where we hope that this team's going to go in the future. Uh, I think... 25, 30 years from now, much like we're celebrating the burst in the 92, 93 uniforms, they'll celebrate the Valley like that as well. They're very much uh, synonymous with that group with a time where we all got to reemerge from being locked in a home. I uh, like though. I think those will have a very uh, soft spot uh, in, in people's hearts for years to come. So I think we will see them reemerge. It would not shock me if uh, in the near future there's a white or a purple or some different variation of the Valley jersey as a city 
jersey mm-hmm. or maybe they come up and use instead of trying to redo the burst as the main uh, set maybe there's some iteration of the valley that they do I, they're not tone deaf over there when it comes to these things they understand how much the valley jerseys uh, were appreciated how much they were beloved I, I think we will see them again so two things from the chat sly said sedona red in the future I vote no. I hope not. Um, I think the Suns have a very unique look to them compared to majority of the rest of the teams here in Arizona, and I would like them to stay that way. Um, and then when you look at other teams like the D-backs with their turquoise stuff that they kind of added, and I feel like those always end up being the fan favorites. So yeah. I vote no. There, There is a story uh, about that that came out when I was talking with Tom Ambrose for that original piece about when they shifted to these jerseys. And he was like, I was doing color research and I saw that purple and orange was more about festivals and not really taken seriously. And he had suggested they go with blue and silver. I'm so which, glad they did it. <laughs> well, I don't understand like, uh, and, and I said that as much to him, uh, I was like, I don't understand it though, because it says nothing about sun to me. Right. Uh, yeah. Silver and blue uh, just doesn't speak that way. And it was shot down pretty quickly from my understanding, but I did uh, hear that from Tom O'Grady, that they almost did an orange version of this Jersey of the sunburst Jersey back in the day uh, instead of the black, but the NBA league offices were like, my God, people are going to have to wear sunglasses <laughs> to watch this. No, we're not doing it for TV purposes, which I understand in non high definition back when everything was a little hazy and pixelated, it probably would have looked pretty bad. Yeah. I don't think I would have liked that. I'm, I'm very glad they went with black on that one. And then uh, Cesar in the chat said, Sarver has the all-star game court at his house. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he sell that house and the court went with the new owner? Correct. I actually think that was where Devin and CP3 played uh, when CP3 first got here and the new owners let them in, from my understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think think you're right. I did hear that. Um, So at least the new owners seem to be taking good care of it and like care about the history behind it. But I believe that that court is now in new hands, so... Just uh, random nuggets of information. <laughs> B said monsoon theme should be next. I don't remember who it was, but somebody put out a monsoon theme mock-up jersey on Twitter a few months ago. I thought it looked super dope. I was completely on board with that. I think you could do a really cool uh, kind of play off the valley and, and do it in that kind of color scheme. And I'd be all right with that if it, it strayed a little bit from sun's colors in, in that way uh, you know, and, and try it. I'm sure they're going to try some different things coming up here. And as you can tell with Nike, they're all about, hey, let's have five different iterations and change it up every two or three years. So, uh, so yeah, um, Brad in the chat uh, apparently adamantly wants to know, are the shorts going to be available? Because he's, he's messaged multiple times. My understanding is the shorts will be available so you can purchase those uh as well and the hardwood classic uh, sells those shorts at like the just sports of the world so you can currently pick up uh those kind of shorts as well from the hardwood classic collection all right as well anything else on the jersey information that you got 
No, I just I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing these in person. Uh, you know, you can tell a little bit from photos from from the video, but when you see it in person, that's when you really get a good feel for it. And I'm thoroughly excited to to see these. I'm going to take a wild guess and say they wear these on media day just to show them off. So, oh, it, well. Either these ones or they'll be wearing the turquoise ones. Which, um, Aaron said, what was the deal with the Aztec design? Did they pass on it? And Bees followed up with that as well. That's the turquoise jersey we're talking about. So, so oh, wait. No, no, no. You're no, talking about the one they crowdsourced, the right? The black and purple one that they floated uh, yes. out there. Right, right. Uh, so they didn't go with that design. My guess is they floated it out to, to test the appetite for, for an Aztec, uh, you know, and, kind of native american uh feel and and see what the reception was knowing they were going to be going with a turquoise look and that may have been one of the other designs that they had uh, that they had looked at with that but i don't know for sure I, again that's complete uh complete speculation on mm -hmm. that one so but the the valley jersey the turquoise not the valley jersey the city edition the, city. the turquoise one that we've been talking about is supposed to have similar um at the very least meaning behind yeah. it. A lot of the more meaningful reasons as to why they chose certain elements to incorporate within the Jersey. Correct. 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 Okay. They, that's uh, very much the, the spirit of it, I think is the, uh, uh, is in a similar vein there. Gotcha. Okay. So hopefully we see that maybe next week, who knows sooner than later would be better yeah. though, but we'll see. We'll keep you guys posted when that one comes out. Of course. Um, you cannot bet on jerseys on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, unfortunately. It'd be really fun if you could, but you can bet on the NBA and futures bets are available already for all the things. So if you want to get in on that action, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code PHNX when you sign up. Because when you use that code, after you bet just $5 on college football, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. But if you have not already downloaded it, please take advantage of this amazing offer. Like a $5 bet to get you $200 in free bets is huge. You can split up those bets however you choose. Um, putting them on futures bets. You can use them to bet on preseason football if you're into that. You can hold on to them and bet on some College. legitimate football some college football or sons basketball because that's just around the corner as well but make or sure you take advantage of that offer premier league soccer uh cricket i bet on all those things you've been really well, into so. premier league haven't you i'm actually enjoying it i kind of you know it's one of the few sports that i can get up early on a saturday watch and miss no time with my family so i've enjoyed that <laughs> um you're gonna have to bring us is it still happening? I don't know anything about Premier League, unfortunately. But if it's yes, still it's happening, happening, you're going to have to bring us a good bet for tomorrow, okay? Bet? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I will uh, I will bring you a bet for tomorrow, but it's probably going to involve my newfound team in the Premier League, uh, Leeds United. So. Oh, how exciting. Okay. All right. We're going to round out the show with a producer surprise. So we're going to bring on the mustache behind the Mac, Shane Diefenbach. But before you tell us what the producer's surprise is, Shane, you have to tell the people. You tried the hot dog straw for beer today that went viral. How was it? It was incredible. It was fire. Um, but if you want more, you can go watch the PHNX Daily Bet Show every Monday through Friday live at noon on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We did that today, so go watch that. Um, today's producer surprise 
is pretty pretty simple. Um, if you had a third ear, where is it going and why? A third ear? What? You can put it anywhere in your body. Where is it going? Putting it on my hand so I can stick my hand out and hear <laughs> further away from me than I am. Espo wants all the cheese, May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, where else am I going to put it? You can't put it on think, your foot. I would like, say like the back of your head. Like, because your hair, if you have long hair, it covers your ears over here. So you put one on the back so you can hear better if somebody's coming up behind you, maybe. Yeah, but then you got an ear on the back of your head. If it's on your, but your head, hair will cover it. But if it's your, well, then you're not going to hear okay. if the hair's covering but, it. But think about like when something hits your ear, if somebody flicks your ear, that shit does not feel good. Like having that on your hand, like grabbing things, that wouldn't feel good. That's, That's fine. True. Uh, Would you put it on two, the palm or the back? I put it on the palm so I can hide it in in meetings. So oh. would know. I got two hands. I don't like you know. I don't know about that answer, so that's that's questionable. I feel like it's definitely on the back of your head, um, or some. Zenith said back of my neck. Yeah, that's a good answer. I think I feel like it's the only logical place that makes sense. Yeah, I disagree. Where would you put it, Shane? I'm probably the back of my neck, somewhere where I could hide it. Yeah, but but then does it? You know how when you're like when you have like when you're on like FaceTime or if you're on a call and you like rub the microphone, like it's like distorted sounding or like you have a mic and you like do this. What it, would that happen? Cause like, hold on. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. So I don't know if I'm wearing a shirt mm, or like a hoodie. Maybe, uh, maybe don't have a third ear. Maybe yeah, that's not the answer. That. The All right. Goodbye guys. Wait, wait, but biscuits said, what happens if you lose the hand? Does your hearing get worse? <laughs> Yes. That's a great question. I <laughs> think every day. <laughs> oh my God. But then Jose also brings up a good one. How are you going to clean your back ear? Because you won't be able to like, I mean, you could still do it, but it probably wouldn't be as easy. The other thing I would be concerned about is while I'm curling my hair, I wouldn't be able to see where my ear is. So I wonder if I would end up burning it a little bit Ow. more. Because I have burnt the tip of my ear a couple times and it hurts a lot. It's a very, very bizarre question. All right, that let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to think. I don't want to think about this crap anymore. So let's like, get out of here. This is making me uncomfortable. We got to go. Very uncomfortable. Um, well, we hope that we want. We'll never have to know where the third ear goes. But uh, we want you to stay safe and healthy out there. And a great way to do that are COVID nineteen vaccines, and they are free for everyone five and older. Those twelve and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m., same place, same time. But of course, as always, you can listen to us anytime on whatever platform you listen to your podcast to. But we ask that you subscribe and leave us a five-star review because it helps us out a lot. Until next time, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ, and you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Suck it, Kevin Durant. The burst is back, baby. Ahoy, hoy. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.